Hello and welcome to Unoriginals, a journey through the Disney Channel original movie. My name is Zach. And I'm David. And I'm Autumn. And today we watched the Disney Channel original movie, Twas the Night, which happened in 2001 in December. Um, Autumn, do you mind giving us a quick summary on what Twas the Night is about? Well, Santa was there. So True. It, it's, it follows this kid who thinks he's the coolest kid in the whole world, but he's not. He's a bad kid. Do either of you remember his name? Because I sure don't. I don't. Danny. Danny. Okay, his name's Danny. And his uncle is a really bad dude who scams people. Gets into trouble with these dudes who he scammed. Decides to escape to his nephew's house to hide from them and dresses up as Santa. And then, you know, bada bing, bada boom, it's Christmas and both of their parents are doctors and have to go away for the night, so they're alone. And then... What and happened then, after that? God, all of a sudden, well, Santa was there. <laughs> they get... They well, yeah, get, it is Christmas. And then Santa was there, and then well, they killed Santa. Well, they hack into Uncle's email address. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot that. That's and a use that to trace point. his computer through his email address. Which is how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he uses the Skull and Crossbones program mm-hmm. to kick them out, but unfortunately, using the Skull and Crossbones program to kick them out also disrupts Santa's sleigh, That's so true. he crashes on top of their house, but Santa deletes the Skull and Crossbones program that was causing a, dif- a difficulty with his sleigh, which is computerized this year because he can't use reindeers because of the reindeer flu. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, but he but he freezes time before he comes down, but then he drops his thing and it unfreezes time. Can you take it from there, Autumn? No, that entire movie's literally a blur. Okay. I'm it, so I mean, it, it was. No, like, I mean, it was. Like, Santa was there, and then he died, but he didn't. But they thought he died, and they froze time, and then yep. the bad mm-hmm. uncle... Yep. Started stealing people's stuff. Yeah, in order to sell it to pay off his debts. Because he's a criminal. Yep, and Sa- and meanwhile, Santa and um, Danny's younger sister and brother are trying to track them down with with Santa. And during and- this, Danny discovers that his uncle is stealing um, from people, despite the fact they- that he thought he was helping. And then they break because they took the they broke yeah. He thought they were helping and delivering presents for Santa, but he finds out they didn't deliver any presents, and he was also stealing from everyone, and then he breaks up with his uncle, (laughs) and then um, he meets back up with Santa and his siblings. Uh, We'll talk about the one really good Santa scene um, separately, because it's not plot important, but it is fun. And um, then they all return home except for the uncle. But the bad guys, which, you know, is relative in this case, show up at the home of the family. But it's okay because they get saved by the uncle who defeats the bad guy with Santa's shrinking device. Mm-hmm. And then Santa um, rides off and everything's fine. And maybe they're not so naughty after all, all these naughty p- people. They are pretty naughty, though. And then he gets a guitar and shreds the guitar. He sure does. He shreds on the guitar. He sure does shred on the guitar. Yeah, and that that's it. That's what I yeah, got. Yeah, that sums that's it up. That's the entire yeah. movie. Um, the important thing to say Santa is knows that... Santa fight. Yeah, Santa's good. Santa's I, I was going to Santa's say... Santa's great. I was going to say that the uncle is played by um, Brian Cranston mm-hmm. in a role 
it is pre-Breaking Bad, but I think it is during Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Who does not look like Brian Cranston. He's because he's Because he looks young, yeah. But also at the same time, he's very much Brian Cranston. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it's very obvious that's who he is, he's, but yes. yeah, he doesn't look like who you think he is. No. He couldn't be anyone other than Brian Cranston, but like... Mm-hmm. At the same time, he's not Brian yeah. Cranston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Um... Yeah, it's just a, it's just a weird film. It is, but like, here's the thing: as far mm. as Christmas movies go, it's not good. There are so many better ones, but it's not the name worst them, Christmas movie I know I've ever seen. This, I know we've done this gag before, but name them: Gremlins, The Santa Claus, <laughs> Gremlins. We said two uh, very different movies: Die Hard. Okay, is Die Hard a Christmas um, movie? Elf. Die Hard yeah, Die Hard a is a Christmas movie. We had this conversation uh, last Die Hard time. Die Hard is totally a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie, and. Basically, what I settled on was Die Hard and Gremlins are effectively movies that happen at Christmas. No, no, no. Gremlins Which makes is them a Christmas, Christmas movies. movie. Okay. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. This is what we're talking about this podcast, that Gremlins is a Christmas okay. movie. I don't care what you say. It sure is. Say. All right. No, I agree with you. Like, it shows Santa Claus dying, which is essential to Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. It has um, more Christmas in it than... Hey, apparently so. Apparently. There's, three, there's three Christmas movies now that we've there's seen where Santa Claus snow. dies within the first yeah. 30 minutes. There's I snow. will give you that Gremlins has more Christmas in it than Die Hard does. Die Hard is a film that happens at Christmas. That's because though. Gremlins is a Christmas, it a Christmas movie. movie. It happens well, on Christmas Eve. Okay. So it, does Die Hard. I don't I don't care about Die Hard. Die Hard does <laughs> happen on Christmas Eve, yeah. I don't care well, about Die Hard. <laughs> I don't know if Die Hard happens on Christmas, but Die Hard happens at a Christmas party. Uh-huh. Which is not necessarily... It's an office Christmas party. Oh, I so that is not necessarily on Christmas. Not necessarily Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is right, Christmas right. adjacent. So uh, Die mm-hmm. Hard is a movie that happens with Christmas as a backdrop, but it is not a Christmas movie. That's not true. It is a Christmas no, movie. No, Gremlins is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. Well, I'm, uh, that's, well yes. that's just absolutely true. Yeah, no, you're right. Which means that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. That's not true. No, there's a list of hierarchy for Christmas no, movies. No, Die Hard is, is a Christmas movie. Hey, Santa has Matrix moves. He does yeah, he sure does. Matrix moves. He does run In up a, tickle a wall. Fight. He yeah, he, he fights by wall. tickling. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he got um, a crew. <laughs> and then he got a crew. I was and they really like a rap hoping... version of Deck the Halls. I was really wanting a rap battle, like, uh, spoiler alert, yeah. like Porky Pig in uh, Space Jam, The New Legacy. I was really hoping for a rap battle between Santa and this crew that's did... currently spray-painting a wall, but that didn't happen. Well, I mean, I was joking that he was going to rap. Wait. Uh, he didn't, but... How did yeah. Porky Pig have a rap battle if he doesn't... It... Well, here's the because thing. Because he, he stutters? Stutter when he raps. That, no, saying that that's, because that's he... the joke. Are you saying that because he stutters, he can't rap on him? Is that what you're saying? No. I well, stutter see, here, sometimes. And the thing is, that's the joke. You could rap. Porky Pig normally <laughs> stutters, so that's why he's the one who goes in to do the rap battle. No, no, I want to. I want to focus. Thing is, hang on, I'm talking about All Porky right. Pig rapping here. This is important. <laughs> and so the whole thing is that, like, you know, Porky Pig is known for stuttering a lot. So you would think that he would come out with like some like ridiculous, insane, like like fast rap, like fucking rap god style. No, but he just but sits there and goes, yeah, babe, no, he just does like regular, like regular rap, and it's really boring. And I was like, man, that was a wasted potential. Wait. So they didn't rap God Porky Pig. I know. When they could have. Yeah. And it would have been great. But they made it bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised that they made it bad. This was Space Jam and Legacy, which is not a great film. Um, but like, I, it was all downhill from when uh, Wile E. Coyote was in the Mad Max universe and held up a sign that said, witness me. And honestly, I should have known it was all downhill from there. 
but I didn't at the time. Wiley Coyote is really a, a hero. <laughs> yeah, truly. I'm just sitting here like Santa with a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't have anything. Uh... Christmas movie? September 1? <laughs> yeah. September yep. 1st is when we're recording this uh, to yeah. date ourselves. Yeah. It, we watched a Christmas movie. There's like five scenes in this film. There really is. But it's an hour and a half long. Hour 47 minutes, actually. Oh, sorry. Brian Cranston's in it. Mm-hmm. And is the only reason why the film is not terrible. No. The little girl. The little girl Santa's and Santa. is really good, too. That's true. There are I mean, oh. Theodore from Alvin and the Chipmunks is doing a fine job for his age. <laughs> Theodore from Alvin and the Chipmunks is certainly there. <laughs> I mean, so here's the thing, right? We looked up these people. Or we, or we, at least we, we, we looked up, you know, we didn't have to look up Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Um, Freeman. Would you like to know what else they did? I would love to know what else they did. Well, so let me tell you about what else did Wait, they do. Freeman. What? I'm getting a message. Oh? There's new news. <gasps> In the Paw Patrol universe. <gasps> the Paw Patrol That's cast, right. The it's podcast. time for episode two. Oh, yes. Of the Pawcast Patrol. Oh, yes. Freeman, since our last episode of the podcast, Patrol, Mm -hmm. there has been a development. Okay. That's right. There's been a Paw Patrol movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And in this movie, the Paw Patrol moves to a new city. Okay. That's right. Adventure City, Freeman. Right. Obviously. Now... Autumn, I know you weren't here for our last episode of the podcast, The Patrol, so welcome to the pod. Um, can I say something controversial? Okay. I have never seen Paw Patrol, nor have oh, I... Oh, we haven't either. Oh, neither have we. Oh, okay, awesome. <laughs> Thank God. I literally was like, guys, you didn't tell me that I had to watch Paw Patrol We are, however, this. the reigning experts in the podcast space. Yeah. About, about Paw Patrol. No one Patrol. else does a podcast No one else Patrol, has the so therefore Patrol. we're the top. As far as we know. And, so, but I can promise you, no one else does a Paw Patrol podcast within their Disney Channel original movie podcast. Well, mm-hmm. I think that would be crazy to do that. I, and, you know, yeah. we're crazy, so, you know. That's why we're here. And I would like to update you, Freeman. Mm-hmm. Based upon the Paw Patrol wiki, there are two members of the, at least two members, in fact, mm-hmm. of the Paw Patrol that we have not discussed in the past. One of them's from the new movie. One of them is not. In fact, one of them isn't even a dog. <gasps> but yeah, it's like I know. Paw Patrol. No, I know, but I'm sorry, Autumn. Do only dogs have paws? Oh, sorry. I Do forgot. only dogs have paws? I'm allergic to cats, so I forgot that cats Do existed. only dogs have paws, Autumn? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. That's not even like a requirement because, like, there have been humans involved there in the Paw Patrol. There are humans. There, so. are, there are two humans, or uh, three humans, mm-hmm. listed as members of the Paw Patrol uh, based upon the Paw Patrol wiki. I don't trust yeah. them. I mean, they don't have paws. How could you? Yeah, I don't yeah. trust them. They're not a part of the Paw Patrol. They don't have paws. But let's start with the member that premiered in the season seven episode, Moto Pups. Okay. Pups versus the Rough Rough Pack. <laughs> I'm not going to make you guess what animal this is, because it's obviously a cat. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and you'll never guess what cat. type of cat it is because all cats are cats. It's mm-hmm. a Siamese cat. It's a ginger. Well, we're going to guess cat. their job, though, right? It is a ginger tabby cat. Yes, I will okay, have cool. you dr- guess the job of the cat member of the Paw Patrol, the first mm-hmm. cat member of the Paw Patrol, presuming that there are more, though they're not listed, by the name of Wildcat. I would like you to give me Autumn and Freeman. What mm-hmm. is the job? Of Wildcat. Wildcat. Oh my gosh, I know the job of Wildcat. The mascot for High School Musical. <laughs> well, I mean, that is a job, certainly. Yeah, yeah, but... No, that's what is their it? job. We're not there yet. That we still have such job. a long time to get to, to High School Musical. We can't even talk about that right now. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get too Sorry, I'm blasting way too far into the future. Never mind. This um, is prequel Paw Patrol before yeah, they yep. joined the, the High School Musical crew. Okay, I got you. So what is Wildcat's job? I think that Wildcat mm-hmm. is specifically a forest fire firefighter. Okay. Specifically that kind. Okay. Autumn, do you have a thought on what Wildcat's job is? Well, they're an orange tabby cat. They are an orange, a ginger tabby cat. Oh, a ginger uh-huh. tab. sorry. So yeah, orange. It's different. Orange. They're yeah. orange. Yes, um, they're orange. And if I remember anything from Zootopia... The only cat on the police force was a front uh-huh. desk person. So okay. this cat has to be a front desk person. Oh, I'm sorry. Both of you lose. Oh. <sighs> Wildcat is, in fact, a motorcycle stunt cyclist. Oh, yeah. Wild. Okay. Yeah. That makes yep. sense. A motorcycle stuntman? Stunt cat? Stunt cat. Oh, my God. Yes. I need to watch yep. Paw Patrol. Good for them. Now- Here's the I I have some trivia for you because we only have two members this time. Mm-hmm. Wildcat does not live with the other pups at the lookout. He's a he's a reserve member, only called in when his skills, which is motorcycle riding, are required. Wildcat is, of course, also not a dog. Obviously. How many other non-dog members? Of the Paw Patrol were there prior to Wildcat. How many non-dog members prior to Wildcat? Yep. Okay. So if I, I know s- that there's at least like three, at least. Yeah. yeah. Which well, who are they? Do you know? Uh, one of them is not Chase. Chase is the cop dog. Chase is the cop dog. Chase the cop dog. Oh, I know that one of them was a human. Yeah. I can't remember their name, though. Their name was Lou. I no. don't think it was. Nope. <laughs> you just have to guess the number member that is not dog Okay. that Wildcat is. Uh, I'm going to go for a pretty Wildcat guess here, and I'm going to go with eight. Eight. Autumn, don't what, just, just feel what eight. number member that is not a pup do you think wildcat was is this like a price is like this the price of rights no the price of rights is, do you no there is an opportunity here where you all lose oh by guessing the wrong numbers mm-hmm. oh okay um i'm gonna guess five close wildcat is the fourth non-pup member of the paw patrol the first being rider who is the kid, human. Mm-hmm. The second is Cap'n Turbot, who we learned about last time on the Podcast Patrol. Cap'n 
who is a sea captain, but also a human. And the third was Robodog. A dog who's a robot. But does, of course. isn't he still a dog? Nope, robot. No, it's not a robot. Robot's not a breed of dog, Autumn. Yeah, it is. Yeah, obviously. No, it's not. Yeah, it no, is. it's a breed of robot. Mm, are you questioning the Paw Patrol wiki? Um. Because I will eject you from this podcast. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, note to listeners that spelt P-A-W-D-C-A-S-T. Podcast, yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Another trivia question for you about Wildcat. Mm-hmm. Wildcat is the second cat to speak in a Paw Patrol episode. Mm-hmm. There is a cat before him. What is the cat's name? The cat before Wildcat? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Now, um, their name is a joke, much like Wildcat is. It's a joke. Okay. It's not the same kind of joke, but it's also a joke. What is their name? Then they are a villain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Can we get a hint? No, not like like an initial. How about an initial? Um, no. Because oh, that would give it okay. away. Their occupation is supervillain. Oh, that doesn't help. Wow. Oh, it's Megamind. As a cat. (laughs) (laughs) The cat's blue and has a really big head. So I will give you the cat's nickname. Which is not their supervillain name, but is their (laughs) name as a pet. Which is Mr. Nibbles. Oh, I really hoped it was Fluffy or something. No, Mr. Nibbles. Now, (laughs) I will give you their quick biology. Okay. Thank God. Or, Or biography, rather. Before gaining superpowers, Mr. Nibbles was simply an ordinary pet cat. (laughs) He went to the lookout and tried to push out the meteor. What? But a small chunk got lodged in his teeth, giving Mm -hmm. him superpowers. Of course. So it's Megamind. No. Catnip. It also gave him the power to speak. His name is Catnip. Nope. I was thinking because, like, you know, bite. Um, what about... Is it just, like, Meteor Cat or something like that? Meteor Cat, that's good. It's not Meteor Cat. In fact, the name of this cat was... The Copy Cat. His superpower is copying, is copying the powers yeah. of others. Like all the mighty pups, which is the thing, I guess. The Mighty Pups have powers? Well, they do when they're the Mighty Pups and not just the Paw Patrol, I presume. I don't I know. I don't. So. Once again, I've never seen an episode of uh, the Paw Patrol. Huh. But that's not the point of the podcast. No, Patrol. it's not. Nope. Well, so, maybe let's we should talk pick ab- a random episode of Paw Patrol to watch, like in a random season. Like we just Maybe pick- as a Patreon. <laughs> or like April 1st. A Patreon exclusive Paw Patrol. Patreon exclusive. We, mm-hmm. pa- we actually watch Paw Patrol. Uh, the the Patreon actually. The, no, Patreon. <laughs> there is a dog who joins the Paw Patrol in the Paw Patrol movie. Paw Patrol. It's Chase's the movie. dad. It's Chase's dad. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, like a classic episode of the Paw Patrol, Patrol mm-hmm. I want you to guess the species of dog. Okay. Of Liberty. 
Please Liberty. tell me she's a Now, Liberty now. is listed in the pages Paw Patrol members. Mm-hmm. Characters. Dogs. And lesser females. What? <laughs> lesser females? Lesser yeah, I don't, fe- don't lesser ask. I don't females. know. Lesser I don't females? know. It seems like every female character is potentially in the list of lesser females. Lesser? I mean, this does imply that greater females also exist, Also though. exists. Okay. The existence of lesser females presumes the existence of greater females. <sighs> Let me check. I'll check Everest yeah, for you. Yeah, you better. Yeah. Because I'm about to get mad at um, Paw Patrol. Everest Autumn, is... Can you guess, can you guess what Everest's uh, job is? Everest is listed as important females. What? See, there we go. Well, let me see if at least it's even and like Chase is listed as important males. Yeah, he is. Not. He is listed okay. as important males. I'm okay, less, okay, I'm all right. Paw Patrol now. is not. Um, yeah. They separate. Yeah. They're they equal separate. opportunity. Okay. Yeah. They're now, main characters and not main characters, and then even lesser main characters. Now, here, here's what I have to share with you about Liberty. Mm-hmm. Personality. The bio is just Liberty grew up in Adventure City. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's her whole personality. That, that's her biography. You g- oh, mm-hmm. I can give you her personality. Okay. Liberty is a curious and lively, as well as an energetic pup. A human sentence. She calls the Paw Patrol her heroes, and just like them, works hard to keep the city clean. She's also motivated with sincerity to help the Paw Patrol after she ask, accidentally asked them for help. But once she joins, she stands up without a fear of anything. She makes an outstanding performance when it comes to teamwork. She gets excited when the Paw Patrol is around. She has a sassy sense of humor and doesn't take anyone's nonsense lying down. She's outspoken and often snarks at other people. Good for Liberty. She's a yes. wiener dog. You think so? Well, it's either she's a wiener dog, a basset hound, or a Jack Russell. Okay, you need to pick one of those for me. Uh, I'm stealing Jack Russell from you. That's a good answer. Okay, so you're going Jack Russell. I'm going to go with my initial gut reaction. She is a wiener dog. So she is, in fact, a long-haired dachshund. I was right. Which is wiener dog. A wiener, wiener dog. dog. In fact, her nickname, the only one listed, is Wiener Dog. Heck yeah. Well, Do you want soon, to know As about... soon as you hold on, hold on. As soon as you said her name, I knew that was a wiener dog name. How? It it just is. Now would you like to me to tell you what her ability is? Yeah, of course. Due to her growing up in Adventure City. Liberty knows everything about her neighbors. She's street smart. She's street smart. Street smart. Like John Mulaney. So, (laughs) so I have... Go get it. (laughs) We'll name this dog something stupid that no one would ever name a dog. Like, I don't know. Liberty. Mm -hmm. Liberty is... Now, I have an important question for you. Here's a trivia question. What does her name mean? That's a trick question, isn't it? I feel like that's a trick question. Like, it's just, it's, it's Liberty. I don't know. This is officially on the trivia page of the Pop This is Soul. stupid. I don't like this. Is, is it a reference to, to Grand Theft Auto? I don't know. What? <laughs> you know, Grand Theft Auto, Liberty City? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Okay, no. Okay. Do you oh. think that the good-natured Paw Patrol would 
do something like a crazy evil bad person game like Grand Theft Auto. I mean, Theft anything's Auto. possible. <laughs> anything's possible. Anything's possible. I think I think Liberty's name is in reference to the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty is a wiener dog. Yeah. Well, at least in the Paw Patrol universe. Well. Yeah. Is it like Liberty Mutual? <laughs> no, that would be if Liberty was a bank dog. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. Right. Well, it has a good understanding of their entire neighborhood. And Liberty Mutual is there for you. Not sponsored Not by sponsored. Liberty Mutual. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Liberty Mutual wants to sponsor this episode Liberty of the podcast. Yeah, I mean, in which we'll, case, we'll take then it, we but... are sponsored by them. But I don't think we are. <laughs> no. No, we're not as of as of recording. Mm-hmm. Unless, which means that we're not going to. Be. <laughs> I mean, we at least not that. at least not this episode. Liberty, mutual. probably not. Now, I, I so I'm sorry, Autumn. Did you give an answer as to what Liberty's name means? Yeah, Liberty Mutual. <laughs> oh well, according to, sorry, according to the podcast wiki, neither of you correct her are correct. Her name means freedom. Liberty. I mean, her yeah. name may or may not be a play on the Statue of Liberty. Oh, I was kind of right. It, sort of. <laughs> like, if you. I, you know, I think really, that counts as me like, being right. I think really that counts. Hard. All right. I, I think if more, it literally I have two says more questions that. for you. Okay. What is Liberty's vehicle? Oh, my God. Um, it's a what's Liberty. It's buns. They're buns because she's a wiener dog. It's buns. Please tell me it's buns. It's I'll I'll put that I'll I'll put that in the back of my brain. I'll let Freeman answer. <laughs> okay. It's buns your final answer. Buns most is of my them, final most answer. Most of them drive cars, right? Most of them drive cars because cars are sure. easier for dogs to drive because they're on four legs. Oh, of course. <laughs> Obviously. But I think I think they need to like try and cater to more audiences, right? You know, because uh-huh. like, all uh-huh. of them drive cars, but not all kids like cars. Like some kids like like motorcycles and that kind sure, of stuff, sure. right? Sure, sure. So, I think Liberty. I mean, it's got to be like a vehicle, right? So, yeah. A bun my my first cute. instinct was rollerblades, but like I don't think that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. I think Liberty. I think Liberty's a scooter kid. No. Scooter final answer? Yeah, like one of the three-wheeled scooters specifically. She does, in fact, drive a motorized scooter. What? Oh, yes. I'm so smart. Final question. Buns. Paw Patrol movie includes several celebrity voice actors. Uh Uh-huh. Including Jimmy Kimmel (laughs) as himself. Nice. And Kim Kardashian as what breed of dog? Oh, um, she is a Pomeranian. I okay, Pomeranian is locking in. What are you Star. thinking? Pomeranian. What are you thinking, Autumn? Um, what type of dog is Kim Kardashian in the Paw Patrol movie? Oh my god, is that a chicken? Um, no. <sighs> no, not a chicken. No, chicken's not a breed of dog, Autumn. I know. <laughs> Good try, though. <laughs> I'll give you another try, though. <laughs> <laughs> what breed of dog is Kim Kardashian? It's a chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> I 
Is chicken your final answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, no, obviously it's chicken dog. It's chicken. I would have to dock you points if you went with chicken. Because chicken's not a chicken dog. Chicken is not a dog. Nor, nor do... Well, she could be a non-dog animal as long as it had paws. Chickens do, do not, not have paws. paws. <laughs> Trivia fact of the yep. day. Yep. Animal trivia fact of the day. Chickens don't have paws. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Follow our podcast for more fun animal facts. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of those. I don't know. Like one of those rich dogs. Like a Yorkie or something. You So you're That's saying Yorkie? Pomeranian. I'm saying Yorkie. All right. So we have Pomeranian and Yorkie. Neither of you are correct. Damn it. In the Paw Patrol movie called of course paw patrol the movie naturally kim kardashian voices a poodle yeah that tracks that tracks yeah, yeah thank kardashian. you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast patrol hell yeah now back to your regularly scheduled podcast so Freeman, that was a really interesting what yeah crazy crazy little peek behind the curtain there we didn't actually have a what else did they do planned uh, David I can't believe podcast patrol in advance. I can't believe I'm cutting that. <laughs> I am not cutting that. Cutting what? Exactly. David, I didn't say anything. What happened? I can't believe that the the kid Danny played young Doctor Evil in Goldmember. <laughs> you know, I can't believe it's not butter. One of these things is actually a true fact, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the butter. And it's not yeah. the butter. <laughs> Let's talk about this movie. Yeah, let's. Let's talk about how short this this movie, to me, okay, felt mm -hmm. very short. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, it felt like it took forever to get going for me. Then the middle of the movie was incredibly quick, and then the very end took like 10 years to actually wrap it up. Yeah. I will say that it was astounding when I realized that we had hit half an hour into the film. Yes. Yeah. But then the next 15 minutes took a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there were 12 minutes left in the film. Right. Well, for me, it was, wow, the first 30 minutes just went by really fast. How come the uncle and his nephew are breaking up and then this guitar solo is taking way too long? The guitar solo is like a good like three minutes. It's too long. Yeah. The, 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 the thing about this movie, and I think you'll both agree with me. Mm -hmm. is that so many people in it are acting their butts off. <laughs> they sure are. Yeah. They're trying really, really, really hard. But it's un unfortunately for this film, which does not deserve it and cannot contain their talent. Uh, to go back to the Space Jam analogy, mm -hmm. it's like um, the end of the original Space Jam where Michael Jordan puts all the powers of the basketball players into the basketball mm -hmm. and it starts glowing with energy. This movie's the basketball. It's it's totally mundane. There's nothing exciting about it. It's just what it is. It has a lot of like extraordinary ability within it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but without you know something to express itself through. It's just a basketball, right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, Am I wrong? That, no, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, that sums it up perfectly. I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't, but no, no it, but it, you're it, right. This movie that. knows yeah. exactly what it wants to be. It just doesn't know how to get there. Yeah. The problem is that all the actors don't. Right. Had this been, I you know, I'm gonna pitch a film to you. Oh. Mm -hmm. The first fifteen minutes of the, so everything in this film up to the point 
where they hit Santa or where Santa unfreezes them mm-hmm. is exactly the same. And they're just shaking because they yeah. never paused them. They actually just well, stopped moving, and then they were. Still well, my moving. my version my version of the film here is a theatrical release. <laughs> oh, okay. Slightly so so they so so they do the really high cost. They take a picture of them and okay. then greens and they layer them over the background. <laughs> really, really high cost. Yeah, instead of uh, just having them stand there. Hey. Also, the sleigh lifts up more than like five feet off the ground when they first. Yeah, put it yeah. Show that it flies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we get ILM on the effects. Gotcha. In my version. Uh, but Santa dies when he hits his head. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. And the uncle, who we know is a no good Nick, he's a, he's a bad puts guy, on the coat. He's... puts on the coat. Gotcha. And then, because he put on the coat, he becomes Santa. He's Claus. the new Santa. Right. That's right. Okay. All right. So okay. we see his transformation from mm-hmm. no good Nick to Jolly Saint Nick. Love it. Yeah. So, and like, we call it the SantaCon. Luz. <laughs> Same brain cell on that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I here's mean, the thing. You're right. That would yeah. be a much better movie than and this one. It, or yeah, the like, Santa Claus. Imagine well, a alternate universe where instead of as I tap my desk. Um, <laughs> instead that. of um, bad Scott man, uh, no, I was gonna say bad man, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz himself. Lightyear, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot who played Buzz Lightyear. I was yeah. like, what the heck is going on? Sure does. Here? Yeah. Sure Why does. are we talking bad, about bad man plays uh, Buzz Lightyear? Buzz Lightyear, Santa Claus. Buzz yeah, Lightyear Buzz is Light- Santa Claus. We have a alternate universe where Santa Claus eventually becomes Walter White. <laughs> because Brian Cranston is in three Santa Claus films. Is he really? Three? I'm saying in my universe. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. I was about to yeah, be yeah. Like... Not, not, not really. Not in the real world. Okay. Because, uh, because he's kind of Santa bummer. Claus in my world. And also Walter White. Oh, of course. I'm not getting rid of Breaking Bad. D. The... Wow, Santa really. Um. <sighs> Dang, Santa. I figured out how to make snow 99.99% pure, <laughs> but it turns it blue. <laughs> think of think of how great that world would be. Mm-hmm. Well, there would be, be a whole good. new avenue of jokes. There wouldn't just be Malcolm in the Middle's dad, uh, Malcolm's dad from Malcolm in the Middle's cooking that. No, it is It'd Malcolm be... in the Middle's dad. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Santa Claus is cooking meth. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Um, That'd be great. Also, Brian Cranston, better actor. Yeah. Brian Cranston, as far as I know, less problematic. I mean, yeah. I mean, he if this doesn't show that he can do it, I mean. I mean, he's that I don't think that was the question was whether or not he could do it. Yeah. I think the question is whether or not someone will like take it upon him to I was actually so, do it. I was so <laughs> preoccupied asking whether or not I could. <laughs> I never asked if Brian Cranston would. If I should. <laughs> yeah. Well, we spared no expense, Freeman. Obviously. There's there's been a there's been a lot of Jurassic Park jokes tonight off mm-hmm. mic. 
Also, a lot of Breaking Bad jokes, obviously, well, even yeah. though I don't think any of us have really watched a lot of Breaking Bad. I, I have seen almost the entire first season of Breaking Bad. I, I have seen none of it. I stood behind the couch as my parents watched Breaking Bad, uh, so I mm-hmm. think that kind of counts for something. I have yeah. not finished Breaking Bad. I like It's good, Breaking Bad is. I think I've, I've seen... I've literally never seen a single episode of my life. I think but... I've seen in total, like, of screen time, like, two full episodes, but they're definitely, like... Just but two not full all episodes the same episode. worth. Yeah, no, definitely one yeah. of them's like the ending of season two, the ending of season one, the mid-season something of season whatever. I know that there's mm-hmm. cancer involved. I don't know how yeah. cancer's involved. Yeah, I know that. I mean, I have a basic yeah. like understanding of Breaking Bad of like Walter White has cancer and he starts cooking meth to sell off his medical bills, but then he realizes yeah. that it's worth a lot of money and then he keeps doing that and then he breaks bad. I don't know. I just he want Breaking bad. Claws, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Personally, I prefer Santa Bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's too close to a different film that also exists. <laughs> Just the words are flipped around. Santa Bad. Santa, Santa Bad. Bad. I'm sure that film already exists, but it's not PG-13. No, see, like, you have to say it like that, you know? Like, it's not Santa Bad, it's Santa Bad. <laughs> I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Uh... I saw Santa cooking man. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't really work. Nope. However, I, I did make a joke partway through this film because the younger sister of the main character is like a tech wizard. I mm-hmm. She's she's the coolest person she's in incredible. the entire film. But I make, the, I make the joke, yeah, from, I made the joke <laughs> from Jurassic Park. This is a Linux system. I know this because yeah. she starts looking at the computer. Is like, I can, yeah, I know how this works. And then there, later, there's a shot where they show that the computer that she's working on is actually in Linux. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, um, whoever decided to make um, like everything that Santa does based on technology did not understand how technology works. Definitely nope. not at all. I mean, not even the close. writer of this film definitely didn't know how technology works. No, um, this is an early because, 2000. I mean, like they hacked through email. Which no, yeah, which they hack someone that, because they know their um, email address. Well, and, and then, then later, they need to have a more powerful computer in order to hack Santa's computer, mm-hmm. which is not really how that works. Yep. I mean, I guess in like, I, like it needs kind of power not really. to execute the code efficiently. Yeah. Um, also, the way that they hack Santa's computer on the sleigh um, requires them to know his website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is apparently www.sclause2. 882, yeah. S2, yeah. Because Santa.com was taken. Yep. Yes. So we had to get Santa2.com. Uh, also, that reminds me, S. Also, there's a, there's a really different film com. happening here that's about the reindeer flu. Yeah. There's like a super subplot that they don't talk about because Santa had to switch to the technology one. It's mentioned twice yeah, in the entire well, film. Because. They're... The parents get called away because they're both doctors. They get paged because the ICU, I guess, is full uh, because of the, the reindeer flu, which is, you know, timely um, 20 years later. <laughs> um, and then Santa says, I don't like all this new fangled technology, but I know that it's just temporary. I know that we had to switch and I'll be the first in line to get the vaccine, which mm-hmm. good for Santa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this podcast uh, strongly believes in vaccination. Mm-hmm. 
But tell me more about the reindeer flu story. Yeah, line, I'm kind of interested in that. Well, the reindeer flu affected. Is it like the swine flu? Or I is presume it like, it's like. I was thinking or, the same thing, or like more like a bird flu. Hold on, yeah, hold like on, avian on. flu. Or I present to you mm-hmm. reindeer mad cow disease. Ooh. Think about that, baby. Well, I mean, that I feel like I feel like that, they would have called it mad reindeer disease, though. Yeah, that implies that they're feeding um, reindeer to other reindeer. They're in the North mm-hmm. Pole. How else are they getting food? Well, I'm saying that's a reindeer's natural environment in the Arctic Circle. No, it is not. I've seen reindeer in Canada. Canada is the Arctic Ow. Circle. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> Oh, so you're right. Those are just moves. I heavily process <laughs> that, and it hurt the entire way, like <laughs> swallowing a razor blade. <laughs> Listen, I'm uh, speaking with my heart today. You're speaking with your heart, but you ain't speaking with your brain. <laughs> uh, the brain's speaking, but it ain't speaking oh, anything right. the brain's right. speaking, but it ain't saying anything of note. Uh, <laughs> No, I presume that it's like an avian flu because the reindeer fly. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Obviously. Bird reindeer I mean, flu. From from what it yeah. sounds like, it's it sounds like it's something that originated with reindeer with because reindeer. the reindeer are sick, but yeah. his parents are still going to help out at the hospital because of an outbreak of the reindeer flu. Which means yeah. that it has to affect humans because they're not veterinarians. They're both doctors. Or potentially just makes your nose glow bright red. Could. <laughs> Could do that. Could also make you fly. We know that Rudolph very... canonically exists because Santa suggests that he will retire and um, move to Florida and get a nice Re- Rudolph to slather him with with um, suntan lotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you ask know, him with... if, if a tan would make him look thinner. Real quick break, because um, I, I just now thought about this. Back to mm-hmm. um, back to Breaking Claws, right? <laughs> okay. If that universe existed, yeah. would Bernard become Jesse? Bernard, yeah, you know the head elf. Oh, yeah, the one with the, the one with like the the tiny braided hair and like the cool hat. Well, I'm that just everyone thinks is hot in the memes. He would be. I mean, yeah. like Breaking Claws isn't an actual film, even in my. But like, universe. if it was, if it was, I mean, yeah, Bernard would be. Yeah, would be Jesse. Yeah, he'd be Jesse. Bernard, we gotta cook. We got Bernard. claws, <laughs> and then they're just making like yeah. a bunch of gingerbread. Yeah, we gotta cook. <laughs> there was yeah, a scene where they were sitting down eating gingerbread, like how you would see someone drinking alcohol. So yeah, and they like did it like synchronized. It was good. Yeah, I, I, you know, this film did help me because it helped me realize my um, latent rage towards Santa. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that I have deep inside me. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize. Well, you know, but I'm, I, yeah, I guess I, they do kind of make Santa Claus out to be kind of, like, sad in this film. Because he does go to the kid and go, Santa's just a little depressed right now. I think he's also just kind of, like, having a hard time dealing with what happened, you know? He does reference something that happened in 06, but -hmm. it doesn't reference what year 06, No, the first two numbers are. And this was made in 2001, so it's not 2006. Yeah, it's not 2006, yeah. Should I... I'm going to do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up on IMDb, Twice mm-hmm. of the Night. Okay. Why? Are you going to look at Goofs? It won one award. Wait. Oh, did it? It was nominated for two awards. Mm-hmm. Brenda Great, who must be the younger sister. 
probably. Yes. Was apparently. Wait, was she? She couldn't. No. What? Wait, this came out in 01. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not her. That's not her because she was born in 88. Dang, she looks really good for a six. Brenda Great. So it must be the mom, right? No, Brenda Great as Caitlin Wrigley. But she would be... It cannot be. Because because it would make her... Like 30. It literally looks just like her. It would make her... I guess it would make her 13. I'm confused. I'm bad at math. Yeah. Now, she has not been in anything since 2010. No, she uh, she was in something in 2005. She was. Would, would you like? Would you like a quick? What else did they do, Autumn? <laughs> yeah, I've already seen it, but just I, a quick. I, yeah. yeah, I'm literally yeah. just sitting here. Um. So Brenda Great did some voice acting. Um. Was she in Tarzan Two: The Legend Begins, or The Lion King Two: Simba's Pride? Not Lion King Two. Okay. What was the other one? The jungle. Tarzan 2, The Legend Begins. Yeah. Yeah, Tarzan. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Tarzan. Yeah, you're right. She was in Tarzan. Uh, she actually voices Turk in Tarzan 2. I love that. Which Young Rosie kids. Yeah, it's great. She was apparently an additional voice, but not credited, on the road to El Dorado. Really? Oh, I like yeah. her. She's great. Now, here's an interesting fact. She's good in my book. Mm-hmm. She was She was born. December 28th, 1988. Mm-hmm. Now, Freeman, mm-hmm. since I know you're also on the page. I am. I want you to look at with me at her first credit. She was in Unsolved Mysteries as Morna. Mm-hmm. In the year 1987. One year before, before she, was she was born. born. <laughs> I guess, like, I guess maybe her mom was pregnant. And, and somehow she got credited? I guess. However, Freeman, she was born in December in 1988. Okay. Which means that she was not even conceived this is some time until 1988. Could be time travel, yeah. yeah it's time it travel. would have to be time travel. Time travel. Yeah. Time travel. But I guess that this mystery will remain unsolved. unsolved. <laughs> No, but uh, she was she apparently won best performance in a TV movie or special supporting young actors. Hmm, good for her. Yeah. Um, young Doctor Evil was mm-hmm. nominated for leading young actor, and the film was also nominated as best family TV movie or special network or cable. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Apparently, Los Lobos was in it. Hey, did you know that the elf doesn't even have a name? They're just credited what? as Elf. He does have a name. They say his name. No, just Elf. He's just not credited by, by that name. No, he's credited as Elf. Now, there is only one piece of trivia. Mm-hmm. Awesome. The control stick for Santa's sleigh is a Logitech Wingman Attack 2. Yep, I have one down this, the hall. Wait, do you really have yeah, that same one? I have that exact same one. It's oh, like covered in dust. Like, hmm. I literally huh. own one of those. Now, here's an interesting thing. There are pretty much only good reviews of this film. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because who else is reviewing it? We are. There is a review from 2020. Oh. There are actually two reviews here that I see right off the bat from 2020. All right. A five out of ten that says, it's okay. Yeah. It was a forgettable film. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. It okay, is. flick. Yeah, I see that yeah. one. And then there's also wonderful Disney Christmas entertainment, nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Have always loved Twas the Night. It's so delightful and wacky. Haven't seen it since I was a lot younger, but happy to see it again on Disney+. Plus. Brian Cranston is perfect as Nick before he became the infamous Walter White legendary character. He was a naughty thief that delivers Christmas presents, which is wonderful the way his personality is. Mm-hmm. There were no commas in that, which is why I read it that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, obviously. Twas the Night might not be known as most Christmas movies, but it's one of my favorite. It's not known as most Christmas movies as it is a singular Christmas movie. It is known as a <laughs> Christmas movie, but not most <laughs> Christmas movies. Now, I do find interesting. Puts the whole Disney Channel company to shame. Yeah, I saw that one. Now, it is um, unrated. It does not have a star rating from 2003. Right. Which I can only assume means that it's zero stars. Possible spoilers. The main focus I want to point out here is the Santa. He is very soft, dull, stupid, and no one, not even the real Santa, if there is one, would act this way. Uh, uh, wait. Also, you might notice when the people are supposed to freeze, you can see them shaking slightly. Is this... A few bucks could edit that. Now, the other Christmas Disney movie, The Ultimate Christmas Present, was pretty good. This movie puts the whole Disney Channel company to shame. Now, Autumn, I know you have a question. Is it about a specific line in this? No, 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 no. I was... Okay. I was... What do they mean Santa would not get in a tickle fight with someone? Yeah, I, it's that fully believable so to be with him. Yeah, I, I, wanna, I wanna take this line by line, which we have not done in t- for a little bit for you. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. okay, the main focus I want to point out here is the Santa period. Nothing argumentative about no, that. Yeah, okay. He is very soft, dull, stupid, and no one, open parentheses, not even the real Santa, open parentheses, if there is one, close parentheses, would act this way. What? He's actually a very good Santa, I think. He's yeah, a great Santa. A great I like Santa. him a lot. Yeah, he's a good Santa. He's, he's like a he's a bit of an old fogey Santa. But he's a but nice guy. But like the guy. thing that's kind of like, nice is that he has more to his character than just I'm Santa ho ho ho. Yeah. You know, like he, and he actually has like emotional character development. Now I want to talk, they mention it and we'll talk about it in a minute. Autumn, you weren't here for this. Oh, cool. The ultimate Christmas present. The previous Disney Channel Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. As a reminder, David rated the ultimate Christmas present like four out of ten, to to be specific. Like, oh, I didn't. I rated it, it three number, out of like, ten. Of like four out of ten, like yeah, like you said like four, that. and of course yeah. I wrote down like four. Okay, uh, I gave it a three out of ten. That gives us a three and a half out of ten. Okay, continue. The Santa in that, I think we agreed was the only good part of that film. Yes, but he is very you know one note. He's exactly what you expect from a Santa. And you don't get that but, much Santa in that film. No. For a Christmas movie, there's not a lot of Santa, which is weird, especially this for movie, a kid's Christmas movie. Yeah. This movie has a lot of Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Santa's in like half the movie. Santa's a big And part. he's not like exactly the Santa you might expect, but I wouldn't say he's a bad Santa. He's a good Santa. No, so I liked him a lot. Santa. I thought he was actually interesting. Yeah, he's an interesting Santa. And, you know, he's a very moralist Santa. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's good friends with the Easter Bunny. Which is... So take that into account. Well, if you've seen, like, Rise of the Guardians, of course Santa's good friends with the Easter Bunny. And the Santa Claus. Yeah. No, see, um, Rise of the Guardians is not a Disney film and thus cannot be... Oh, right, it's dream. Yeah, it can't be considered canon. Sorry. Yeah. 
Santa Claus can, but I don't think Easter Bunny's in that. No, but he's friends with like everyone else, like Mother but, Nature, and like they yeah. reference the Easter Bunny. Isn't Jack but, like, Frost in that movie? And isn't he's Jack Frost evil? He's in yeah. the third one. Hmm. Um, but just Freeman and Autumn mm-hmm. through Santa, everything is possible. So write that down. Oh, okay. Hold on. Wait. Okay. Wait. Wait. Good to know. Yeah, I thought that was Christ, but I could be wrong. Nope, it's Claus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next line. Also, you may notice when the people are supposed to freeze, you can see them shaking, open parentheses, slightly, close parentheses. Yep. Yeah, sure can. Why is this person so angry? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they're shaking. They woke up and chose violence. No, they didn't wake up and choose violence. They woke up and chose Karen. A few bucks could edit that. Correct. Mm -hmm. That's a legitimate criticism of this film. That is. Now, the other Christmas Disney movie, parentheses, the ultimate Christmas present, close parentheses, was pretty good. No. No. Um, this movie puts the whole Disney Channel company to shame. They definitely haven't no. seen 2001's Cruella. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> 2001's Cruella? Yeah. Is that what you just said? 2001's Cruella? Like, back in time Cruella? Listen, I'm living mm-hmm. 20 years ago when the pandemic All didn't right. happen. All right. Good for you. Um, yeah. Good <laughs> Honestly, the apocalypse is not happening, and they yeah, clearly you didn't have to see the seen... 2021 version of Cruella, which is worse. Oh yeah, yeah. It also it also means they haven't seen that many Disney Channel original movies because yeah, because there's, there's a so lot many that stinkers. are way yeah. worse than this one. Now, I want to ask if there's anything else we want to talk about with this film. I don't think so. I think we've hit pretty much every single note. I think we can yeah. go to ratings if we want. Mm-hmm. All right. Then let me ask you, Freeman. Mm-hmm. Out of ten weird orbs that can freeze time, shrink things, grow things, and also de- uh, deconstruct you at a molecular, molecular level. Yeah. What would you rate this film? You can just shorten it to weird orbs. I mean, here's the thing. Did we talk about the weird This orbs? is definitely a better Christmas movie than oh, the Hold on. Christmas pause present. real quick. Yeah. Autumn. Did we talk about the weird orb? What is there to say about the weird orb? It's a weird orb orb that does magic. There's nothing else to say. But did we even mention it once before now? It's the Santa mechanism. You know, there's 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 literally literally something that makes Santa be Santa because otherwise Santa's not explained. Yeah, there's literally nothing to be said about it. It's just just the thing that happens. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. We'll we'll glance over that. Yeah, it's (laughs) It's, not that crazy. It's a weird orb that does magic. I don't know. It only freezes time and reduces Santa to a molecular level. Anyways, as I was saying. (laughs) And inanimate objects. Yeah, but what do you want to say about it? Yeah, that was weird, huh? I mean, that's all there is to be said about it. There's nothing else to say about there's it. Four, there's it. four buttons, and we only see three of the buttons. No, we see all four of the buttons. We see all four, because you have to remember there's a shrinky button and a grow, and a grow button. button. Okay, and there's a time stop button. Which yeah. also and there's a, a molecularized button. <sighs> yep. Four. There's four buttons. All right, okay. Checkmate. <laughs> the, we, the real question you should be asking is why three are on top and one is on the bottom side. For, yeah, that's the weirdest part. Hey, for coolness. Freeman. Okay, you make a good point. How many weird orbs? So this Christmas movie is better than the ultimate Christmas present. I can well, I mean, say that yeah. firmly because it just is. But it's still not a good movie because <laughs> no. it's a Christmas movie and Christmas movies just aren't good. And that's just a fact of society and you can disagree with me all you want, people who are listening, but I'm right. Uh, Christmas movies are not great. So 
out of five shrinky, growy, changed to molecular level. Please, Freeman, weird and, orbs. No, I'm going to use the full title. And every time you interrupt me, I have to start over. So, mm. out of five shrinky, growy, reduced to molecular level, and uh, what's the last thing it does? <sighs> Dang it. Stops time. Oh, man. And stops time, yeah. Um, I would give this five. Five, five out of ten. That's solid. Yeah. Because okay. it's it's very average. It's not yeah. great. It's not bad though. You know, like there's yeah. they were they were trying. They tried their best on this one, and I can accept yeah. that. It's not good, but they at least gave an effort. Yeah, I no, I agree. Um, however, I've been you? watching a lot of Master Chef today, so I'm actually going to let Autumn go first, and I'll go Ooh, last. Master Chef, oh, because okay. I'm I'm the Gordon Ramsay of this show. I don't want to be that one guy that's a butthole. Though, like he's really the mean. Italian guy. He's really mean. <laughs> the guy who's re- who's like, I'm Italian, and so I'm and mean. Italy, Italy, Italy. And then he told that one Italy, blind... Ital- Ital- Italian. This dish that you made, it's Italian, even if it makes no sense that this is Italian. It's Italian, and it's from Italy, so I know the best about he's it. He's also the guy that told that blind girl she could never be a chef because she's blind, and that woman now owns a freaking restaurant. So. We don't need to talk about MasterChef. This isn't the MasterChef podcast. Okay, but, yeah, right. Um, Maybe the, next the, episode. The point is, I don't know who the rest of you are. I'm Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> okay. And you know it's true. I'm Guy Fieri. I'll be Paul yeah, I know Abdul. he's not on MasterChef, but I'm Guy Fieri. You're Paula Abdul. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite celebrity chef, Paula Abdul. <laughs> um, uh, Freeman, I know that you think you're a Guy Fieri, but we all you're right. I'm more of a Randy Jackson. But you're we right. both know that Autumn is Guy yeah, Fieri. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get over to Flavor Town. But now. I'm the connoisseur, which is why I'm Ramsey. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Out of ten, what? Out of ten weird <laughs> orbs. Out of ten what are you weird this orbs. Well, I do agree with Zach for once. This movie is really forgettable. It's just average. There are no morals that are taught other than don't be a criminal, which, like, duh. But. It's just a forgettable movie. It's fun to watch once and then forget. So mm-hmm. it very much deserves a five out of ten weird orbs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a few things to consider in this film, I think. Production mm-hmm. values on it quite is quite low. Yeah. It's a Disney channel. Uh, they, spent, right? they spent their money to take a picture of the background and, and leave the people frozen there. On the molecularization um, effect. <laughs> I mean, like Autumn, you say that it's you say that it's low, even like like for a Disney Channel movie. But like even for a Disney Channel movie, this is pretty bad. I mean, like it's it's low even for that. I don't know. I saw bits and pieces of the new Kim Possible live action movie, but that at least has a budget. Uh, they don't use the budget. No, well, but they you... had one. <laughs> if you consider the fact that most of the things that we have rated these films. Is around a five. Yeah. That makes sense. That's about average, right? That's like an average Disney Channel film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five's not bad. Five is run of the mill. Five is average. And I think there's some things that neither of you are considering about this film. Mm-hmm. And I think you're both, and I, you know, it's astounding that I say this, are discounting this film and things about this film simply because it's a Christmas movie. Because the budget didn't go some places that it probably should have. Well, they really raised that Although, sleigh. They did lift they that sure sleigh. Did. They, they did lift that sleigh. 
And in terms of 2001 effects, the molecularization is not bad. No. It's it's all right. Fair. It's fair. It's a fine effect. It's fair. I mean, it's not like Poof Point. Steven Spielberg Jurassic Park. But it's not Poof Point either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's a fine effect. It's a functional effect. I understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Not the first time, but after, you know, Santa reconstructs himself, it makes <laughs> sense. There I, I laughed a decent amount at this film. And while it was predictable, the acting in it's good. It, it's it's a it's a weird thing. It's the strangest thing mm-hmm. that I like pretty much all the acting in this film. Even you know you're right though because even the mm-hmm. little kid that we called Theodore, he's that not that Theodore. bad. Yeah, no, he's like, not he's, bad. He's really not that bad. Yeah, no. The weakest link is the villains who are in two scenes. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. <laughs> the sassy yeah. gay nerd villains. Yes, and their bodyguard. And their oh mm-hmm. yeah, does their bodyguard um, have a name? Yeah, I'm sure they, he does. I don't know what it is, he though. does. I just don't remember what it is. They say it though. And I appreciate the moral. It's not a traditional Christmas movie moral because it is not. You need to be 100 percent all good all the time. And you have to remember that ultimate Christmas present. What's the moral of that film, Freeman? Do you remember? No. <laughs> What's the moral of this film? Don't steal. You're gonna say- <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Family. It's it's the same. It has the same moral as Fast and it, Furious. Family. It, it does. It's family. <laughs> uh, no, but I I also would say that it has a secondary moral that is said by in one line by Santa. And is implied by the kid, Danny, because he changes a Christmas gift. A kid who keeps getting into fights, he gives him a punching bag so he can maybe not fight so much. And instead, loose his anger on the punching bag and no one will get hurt. Is that our conceptions and our our preconceived notions of what is naughty and nice can't be a binary field. Perhaps, as Danny recognizes, the fact that the child that he gives the punching bag to keeping getting into fights is not an indication that the kid's just a bad bad egg, just bad kid, just naughty. Mm-hmm. But that maybe there's something else going on. Now, Danny's a child, so he doesn't, you know, think particularly about what that might be. But he considers that there might be something going on other than just pure naughtiness. And what this movie says is that there is, in fact, a sliding scale between naughty and nice. It's not you're naughty or you're nice. Maybe you're pretty naughty, but you can still do some nice sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's nice. I think that's good. Well, I wish I did it better. Can I poke a hole in this? Please. Phineas and Ferb in their Christmas episode did it way better. That's not a whole autumn. That's just another that's thing just doing truth. something better. Oh, yeah, that's hold just on. fact. Sorry. Here's another fact 
Sorry. Okay. I'm not wearing my glasses. I don't know the difference between holes and facts. Sorry. Um. <laughs> so what you're saying is you agree that it is a good moral but executed poorly. Yeah, which, like, okay, cool. Yeah, you had a great idea, but if you executed it poorly, it's not good. Yes, I would like to stop. Like, like Zach said it before. Like before. Oh, it got... doesn't make it a good film, but it gets points for trying. Well, okay. Zach said this at the beginning of the film, though, that the um, the uncle who steals money from people and a con artist is like Robin Hood, but he's just a criminal. Well, well Zach poorly executed. Probably wasn't Robin paying attention. Hood. Wasn't paying attention. Honest. Was not paying attention <laughs> to the film. Um, Jillian was making. Uh, food in the microwave <laughs> awesome. at the time. I get distracted uh, by beeping noises. <laughs> and Freeman, would you say that the uncle was in any, or the, yeah, the uncle was in any way like Robin Hood? Oh my god, absolutely not. Yeah. So, uh, he so, used it even as a cover to try and yeah. like, get away with stealing more. So really this was a learning experience for everyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's what I'm saying, is that just because you fail and making a good point does not mean you did not attempt to make the good point. They did not fail to make the point in such a way that they made an opposite or bad point. Okay. And thus they get points for trying. It's the same way that I give The Last Jedi points for trying to say what it's saying, despite the fact that it's bad at it. Alright. Last Jedi does also get very pretty points. It does get it very, does very pretty, pretty points. points, yeah. That this movie doesn't get, which is why this movie gets a six, <laughs> and that's it. You know what? Six that's fair. Orbs. That is kind of. Yeah. Fair, I think though. that's that's entirely fair. Yeah, I do my best. What can I say? So that leaves us with an average of. Hang on, my math is stupid because I had something in my calculator. Like already. five point two five. Yeah. 5.3. Oh. 5.3, yeah. Yeah, five and a third. Five and a third. I mean, and I'm, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I yeah. think that this movie deserves more than just a pure average. I think it's better than the average Disney Channel. Well, we gave movie. it. It's not much better. We gave it better. 0.3 better than the average, which I think is valid. I mean, I feel valid. like that's kind of right, I though. I feel like that's valid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with it not being good. <laughs> Because it's not. It's not. Let me like, clarify that. It's right not bad, is the thing. Like, it's yeah. really not that bad. It's yeah. just a movie. Like, it's just a movie. It's just a film. It's just it's a fine. movie. Would, would you put this on if... No, I would not had... put this on. No, let me ask. <laughs> okay. If someone came to you with, like, a six, seven-year-old child mm -hmm. and said, Hey... My kid, it, it's around Christmas time. I was wondering, Twas the Night, is it an okay movie for me to put on for my kid around Christmas? Yeah. Yes, but watch The Santa Claus instead. It's a better movie. Watch Elf. It's a better <laughs> movie. No, I Elf don't know isn't that really Elf that is good for, kids. for that. Watch yeah. Gremlins with there your you six-year-old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I watched Gremlins. My point is, Twas the Night is a perfectly inoffensive film. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Would I recommend it? It's it's the classic, if you're having a Christmas party and it's on in the background, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you should, I mean, put on It's a Wonderful Life or like uh, Miracle on 34th Street or uh, Home Alone. Yeah. Home Alone. 
Home Alone. But, you know, if you absolutely need a Disney Channel original movie to put on for this, this is far superior to Ultimate Christmas Present. That's true. Yeah. Which is not, like, a difficult task, either. No, it's a low bar. Yeah, but, like, they just, they still cleared the bar pretty well, you know? here's an important question, Freeman. Mm Mm-hmm. And Autumn, you can weigh in on this more or less sure. as well. But the the cinematic universe, Freeman. Oh, right. Is this in the same timeline as anything else? So here's here's what I'm thinking. Here's right? the wrinkle. My my thinking mm-hmm. is this Santa was Santa before the Santa uh-huh. in Ultimate Christmas Present. And Do you think this is a prequel? Is a prequel. It's a prequel. Not by much, but it is. Because Santa in the Ultimate Christmas Present doesn't know how to use the weather machine super well. And he's currently making the weather machine because he's on break and he's like running away from his responsibilities, as far as I remember. So he's not super good at technology. Neither is this Santa either, but this Santa still has time to learn it. He's kind of like burnt out on learning this technology and it seems like he's really overwhelmed and that's why he went on a break so you're thinking the same santa no you think think santa claus rules right i think santa claus rules um and this is before uh scott calvin and everything like that and i think ultimate christmas present santa was the santa that scott calvin pushed off the roof okay that's what i think and you know, they, I would have they to... start they started to like go back in technology when they got to Scott Calvin because they were like, huh, what if it's all the technology? And that's what's causing Santa's to start just dropping like flies. Because this is like the third Santa in like ten years, you know? <laughs> this is okay. the third Santa in ten I, years that is I, dying. I, we need to figure out Santas. why the Santas, Santas are dying. <laughs> what if it's the technology? Go back to basics, get the reindeer out, you know? Um, Feels weird, but okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's just that's just my opinion. I, I think, think there's some continuity errors. I'd have to do a deep dive into these two films to disagree with you, which I'm not. Yeah, going see, to. I don't really want to do I don't that. Know, either, I don't know. So enough, I think we should just roll with it. I don't know enough to disagree with you, <laughs> but feels wrong. But I don't think you're right. Uh, uh, I don't think I'm right either, but like I don't care enough to like really look into it. With why this don't you one? just say what I would? What I'm going to say. Uh huh. I think this is disjointed. I think this is just a different Santa Santa verse. Okay, you think it's parallel Santa dimension? Yeah, I think every Santa exists in their own Santa verse. <laughs> okay. So when are we going to get Santa no Man Sa- into the Santa verse? Well, Santa we don't know that could be coming. <laughs> uh, but I think that each Santa exists in their own separate Santa verse. Okay. And never, never shall, never the twain shall meet. Mm-hmm. That's so is this is this Santa six one six? Is this like what what Earth number is this Santa? Yeah, is this the well, worst? Well, I would have the to well line? determine that. I'd have to determine how many Santa stories there are, mm-hmm. and label this one as to where it falls. Well, we know line. there's at least three. So <laughs> yeah, so Santa at least three. This is Santa verse at least three. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, I think that just about does it. Yeah. Next time we're uh, we're watching double teamed. Yeah, which is a basketball movie. Oh. With twins, I think. Yeah. Well, it is double team, so of course it would be twins. Yeah, that that's, what that, that's what that means. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Freeman, why don't you take us out? I took us in. How dare you? <laughs> I, I just want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking. I don't... <laughs> 
I I said double teamed without laughing. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you're right. Okay, I guess I guess you get a reward. Well, if you guys can, made it this far, thank you so much for listening. As a treat. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. If you could leave us a rating or any sort of feedback, we'd really appreciate hearing from you guys. It helps us boost our ratings and boost any sort of algorithm in any sort of podcasting places where you find your podcasts, and it helps us get to more people. You can always also recommend us to anyone that you think might be interested in our shenanigans. That always helps, too. If you would like to contact us, you can check us over on our email, unoriginals98 at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, which we're a little bit more active, at unoriginalscast. Thank you to Twin Musicom for the use of the cinematic sting for our intro. Um, I think that just about does it. Yeah, I don't I think I'm missing it. Did I have the cinematic sting? Did you get it back to me? Yeah, you got it. You had it I, last time. I don't remember editing it in on the last episode. You totally episode, had it last time. I'm pretty but I sure must you have. I must we'll have. find it if you didn't. Eh. I don't think I did, but like maybe. I'll find it. I think it. I forgot. I'll find it. Oh, well. Anyway. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Join us next time for Double Teamed. Bye. Bye.